Hello and welcome to the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Kristen and Rebecca. This is a podcast where we talk about glam, glitz, and what life is really like with a crown. This is a podcast for those girls who have inhaled more hairspray than they have oxygen. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Pageant Buzz podcast. You are here with your hosts, Rebecca and Kristen, and I need to talk to you about color today. It's based on me just personally needing to talk about color. And you know okay. Why. Well, I am excited about this because we recently have had two state pageants for the Mrs. America system and all four winners were not wearing white. I still do like white. I do love color, but I do like white. I think it is like really angelic and beautiful. I want no, it. It's my personal, like, I feel like um, one of my personal favorite colors to see on stage, but I did just happen to notice that the Tennessee winners, both the Mrs. America and Mrs. American winners for Tennessee were in black. Mm-hmm. And then in Missouri, I think the American winner was either in red or blue and the Mrs. America winner was in color too. I can't remember what color, but they were both wearing a color, not white. Mm -hmm. And I just thought it was interesting to see because for some reason, I don't even know what it is, but like, there's just this like person on Instagram. I think it's just like one or two people that just seem to comment every time a winner is crowned in white. And it just gets maybe under my skin because it bothers me that this one particular person is always like another winner in white. And I'm like, look, if white's your color and white looks great on you, that's your color. Like let them wear white. Why do you have to call them out for wearing white? So all of a sudden, now that girls are like randomly just back to back getting crowned in color, this person hasn't been popping up and I just want to be like, where are you at now? Like, why are you not commenting on these women that are wearing a, like another winner in black? You know what I mean? I know it's real. I know exactly who you're talking about. And I wanted to like her really badly based on just things I had seen her post before. And she seemed like a, just a cool person. And then she started like on this crusade against white gowns. And I'm not saying that they're the most unique by any means. No one's saying that, but it's like, oh my gosh, like, who are you to think that you can say that about a gown that somebody loved enough to buy it and wear on stage to be judged. And you're going to come in here and be a jerk about it. And anytime I see someone like trying to bully on social media, I have to restrain myself because I want to hurt their feelings worse than what they hurt somebody else's feelings. And so then I think of really awful things to say, and I have to not say them. No, we don't ever want to do that. That's not the way to do it. It's just to me, when a a contestant of any level, whether it's a local, state, national, international pageant, if you chose that gown to wear, you clearly loved that dress. You chose that dress. That was your dress. Like, who are we to ever come at you for like your dress choice? That is your dress. Maybe it wasn't the dress I would have chosen, but that doesn't mean it wasn't a great dress and it it, it wasn't your favorite dress. It just maybe wasn't my favorite dress, but that doesn't mean you didn't love it. I can't come at you. And if you wanted it, clearly the judges loved it. So who are we to say anything about it? 
Okay. But actually I have to combat that because I bought a dress this past weekend for a gala coming up and I didn't like love it in the color. I like, I loved the gown, but the color just threw me off. Like I was like, man, I wish this was just a different color. And so I am, I immediately text you after I leave. And I'm like, I think I just bought a dress. I don't like, and I sent it to you and you're like, no, 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 we can do something with this. This is not a bad color. It's green, which I never thought I would wear in a gown unless it was neon, but it's, what would you call it? Like a sherbet green? Yeah. It's almost like a, a soft sage green. Kind of, yes. it's, it's sort of in between um, a pastel and a lime. It's not quite pastel green and it's not quite lime green. It's like, it's sort of like a sherbet color. Yes. And it was just, I was in a hurry and I've been swamped and I was just complaining to you about it <laughs> before we did this. So I just got it. Cause I'm like, you know what? Like, it doesn't look that bad. I'm just going to roll with it. But then I was regretting it. And then you're like, no, 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 let's. And then you gave me some good ideas of, as far as styling, like maybe adding some sort of emerald ear earrings or emerald drop necklace to really judge it up a little. Exactly. Because first of all, this is not for stage. This is for a gala that you're wearing this gown to. And I think with a great spray tan, because you do have like fairer skin naturally. So with a great spray tan with your hair, really like, like elegant, like either a really beautiful bun or like a high pony, you could do some really great jewelry. That's going to make this dress just next level. I think, I think it's workable. I felt better after you and I talked about it for sure. And then it made me think that we need to talk about color on this mm -hmm. next episode, because I'm like, okay, like it, you could maybe go out of the box a little bit, or maybe you need to be a little more open-minded about something that maybe you wouldn't normally wear as far as a color, because maybe it really does look good on you. I'm not saying this is going to look great on me, but it just, that was my thought process behind this whole train of thought this here. Whole episode? Totally. Yes. Okay. So let's just talk about in general, like, do you have colors in for your own personal like style that you always gravitate towards that you always just go to first in a store or online? Oh my gosh. Yeah. If I see like a, a Cinderella blue or some sort of just like powder blue, baby blue, anything like that, I, I tend to gravitate towards those colors, but then I also have a lot of pink, which mm -hmm. I don't even think I necessarily look great in pink. I think I just think it's like a happy color. Mm -hmm. So I'll go towards that black, like I, I like blacks, dark Browns and you know what? Weirdly white. I have a lot of white mm -hmm. stuff. You so do those have a lot of white. colors I would gravitate towards. And if you're thinking, let's say for interview or for pageant things, are those your same color scheme that you kind of lean towards? Oh, I would say if I were just like randomly going to think of an interview outfit for me personally, I would think baby blue, white, or royal blue for me. Is there a thought process behind it? I love the baby blue because I feel like it's going to make me look tan. <laughs> and so I like that, but I, I think it looks really good on my skin. I think it looks good in my eyes. It's a more fun version of like the Royal blue, in my opinion, like I would just feel like a more fun version of myself. I think white would make me feel very sophisticated, like a Mrs. America. 
kind of person. Mm -hmm. And then, but then I just know that Royal blue is almost a really safe color for me. Like I know Royal blue with me being blonde hair, blue eyed, it looks good on me. And you've worn white for state two times and that Cinderella blue for nationals, right? Yes. And my second year for, or my second year wearing white for interview, actually my judges feedback specifically said, we'd love to see her in a color for interview. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I don't know if you remember this, but when you showed me your white suit that you had purchased, I was like, um, are you in love with this? Do you love it? And you said, yes, I love it. And the reason I asked is because I was going to push you outside of that white suit, but you loved it so much that I was like, okay, she loves it. She feels amazing in it. I'm not going to have her change this because I could tell you felt so confident and you loved it. Yeah. I did love that suit a lot. I wish I would have done like a long flared pant instead of doing like a cigarette pant with it. But that was the only thing I would have changed. You loved it. I remember you putting it on for me and you loved it. And there, I was not about to try to talk you out of it because you loved it so much. But let's say, oh my gosh, like what would, would you put me, what kind of color would you put me in? Like if you could, if I'd love to see you in two different colors, I'd love to just see you try on. I don't know that it would be what we would end up putting you in for interview, but I'd love to see you try on hot pink. Mm -hmm. I know people say all the time, like, are you sure hot pink for misses? But I think in the right cut, it is so, so classy and beautiful and really fun for people who have a more serious personality naturally that kind of can come across an interview a little bit more serious, which you have a tendency sometimes in interview to come across really businessy and serious in certain situations, because that's your profession. You're very like a successful woman who has a very successful career. I think that color would help you bring out the more fun side of your personality and help you relax and be that more Kristen side of you and less of the business side of you. So I think it would help you channel that more relaxed, feminine, fun side. I know we literally just talked about it. And I was like, when I, cause I was like, well, I don't know if I'm ready to compete yet. I have a lot of work to to do. And you're like, no. And I was like, no, I just like, I'm not the same in a pageant interview. And I can feel the shift happening as I'm interviewing. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, it's not like when you and I are talking on here. Right. And I know this is way outside your box. I don't even know that you've ever even, I don't know that I've seen you even put on anything, this color in any time in our, in like our friendship, but I would like to see you try on something that was Royal purple. Oh, I hate, I, I knew you were going to say purple. I hate, especially like a Royal purple, like maybe a lavender, maybe, but like, I also even a lavender, but something in a purple family. Here's why, like, just like you love that Cinderella blue or a Royal blue, the purple family does the exact same thing for blonde hair, blue eye people. So those Royal colors, those dual tones typically do the same thing. And it's a different take on those colors. Almost everybody who's a blonde is going to wear a blue. It's just a safe color. 
But purple is a different take on those colors. And I think it would be really beautiful, a lavender or a really beautiful, like deep purple. I just like to see it. Yeah, I would, I would try it on for you for sure. But yeah, for whatever like, reason, the it color just... of Mrs. Midwest USOA interview suit, mm-hmm. just to try it on. I'm not saying that we would end up putting you in it. I just want to see what it would look like. What if I wore something gold for interview? No, yeah. I think it will. I think you'd end up feeling washed out. I think white interview stuff tends to do that to me a little bit, which I don't understand how that happens because I have such a deep spray tan when I compete. So I don't understand how that happens, but what like, and so we were talking too about color analysis, Mm -hmm. like you literally go to these people's homes, there's places all over and they will give you a whole palette of like, Hey, like look at these colors and they put the color on you. And then they put it a color that actually matches you. So you can see the difference and how it reflects off your skin and your undertones. And it's really mm-hmm. interesting because the people I know who have done it end up in colors that they were like, I would have never in a million years picked these colors. I love it also because they will tell you what um, metallics work for you better. So if you're more of a gold person or a silver person, and I think that's really interesting because a lot of us gravitate towards a certain like jewelry aesthetic in general Mm -hmm. you know like when I was younger especially in my 20s I only wore silver that I just always wore silver well now in my 30s I only really wear gold and I feel like gold looks way better on my skin tone and I've never had one of these color analysis professionally but now in hindsight I think that, that probably if I had one done gold is really more my color And I probably should have done a gold like wedding band and all of that. But in my twenties, gold and platinum was way more trendy. So our silver and platinum was way more trendy. So I went with silver and in hindsight, I think gold is more my color. I know. I agree. It's very, it's more like golden goddess esque as a, and like you probably have a a more warm tone to your skin and your hair. Mm Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I know. Right. And I tend to really like the cool tones, but I feel like that's, I'm probably not a cool toned person. Right. I will say from a stage perspective, there is a little bit of difference though, with some of those color analysis things that you do need to kind of think about and just take some of those things into consideration because a lot of the people who might say like you're a winter or these deep um, like burgundies and deep emeralds and really dark hunter greens are your colors. Maybe those might not be your best stage colors always because those may read really, really dark for gown. And maybe you need to kind of think more in terms of like a black or a plum or a really richer color versus a burgundy, maybe more of the plum tones might look better than a matte burgundy. You know what I'm trying to say? Like Mm -hmm. kind of don't be afraid to play around on stage with some of those colors within the palette because under stage lights, those colors can change, especially dependent on the background that you're against. If you're under a 
like a, a light, a bright light, and then you're against a black background and you're wearing a dark color, it, it just is potentially going to be risky. So just think about that when you're thinking about your pageant and you're thinking about the stage that you're going to be competing on. Look back at photos from other years. See if you can see the backdrop that you're up against. See if you can see that stage lighting and think about that when you're picking your stage wardrobe. Did you know, I think I was like the fourth Mrs. Ohio to win in blue in a row. It was like something really weird. It was a really strange like phenomenon where all of you were winning in a royal blue. I know it was really bizarre. And then I remember it because, um, so Reichardt, is it, Kristen is Reichardt. it navy or royal? No, royal blue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Kristen Reichardt, I know she, cause her and I, we've competed a few times together. So we know each other and we've talked and stuff and she's like, oh my gosh, I feel like I need to wear royal blue, which actually looks really good on her, but she I know. loves a white gown. And she was like, you and- know what? I'm just going to wear what I want. And then she won in white. Well, and white is her color. I feel like white is her color. She has that really angelic look where white just looks phenomenal on her. And she put that white gown on whenever she was shopping. She called me and she was like, this is my Mrs. America gown. I feel like Mrs. America in this dress. And I was like, then there is no reason for you to not get this gown. She was like, I know, but is it silly for me to get a white gown if all these girls are winning in navy and are blue? And I was like, no, it doesn't matter what other girls have won in. You get the gown you feel great in. And then she ended up wearing that gown for nationals. She wore it at state and at nationals. And I'm so glad that she did. And I'm so glad she bought that dress because it clearly was her gown and she looked amazing in it. So I feel like you get the gown that you love and you feel great in. Well, in my gown, I was like, I was like really in my head about it because I tried on this long sleeve velvet gown and I just thought this is going to be so matronly. This is like not, cause I like to have like a little more of like a sexiness to a gown just personally. And I put on this thing that completely covered me from head to toe. And I was like, Whoa, but I really like it, but I don't know if it's really like a Mrs. Ohio dress. And I got all in my head about it. And you're and you and between you and Christine, you guys were both like, listen, if you love this, it is your dress. It doesn't matter. Like just wear it. And, and I was it, like, are you kidding me? This dress is sexy. It is like showing every aspect of your body or curves. And it had that zipper that you could kind of like take down a little bit in the front oh, I thought it was so sophisticated and classy and sexy. I thought that gown was just next level. I know. I want to wear it again. You should. I want to. Do you think that'd be weird? No. Like everybody's already seen it? Not weird at all. Okay. Look at Ann Pennington, our current USA Earth. This is USA Earth. She like recycled, upcycled her, one of the gowns that she wore at Mrs. World for her nationals competition wardrobe at USA Earth. She did? Yeah. She the same dress? Yeah. She just re-stoned it and like completely reused it for one of the events. Interesting. That's the thing though. I don't know if I would want to like re-stone it. I just really love it the way, you know what? you know what? Maybe it's fine. I don't know. We'll see. 
It might give we me don't a have complex. to discuss it here. We don't have to discuss it here on the pod because we can't share your potential future wardrobe secrets. But I don't think there's anything wrong with re-wearing any kind of wardrobe. If I ever could wear another gown again, I would 100% re-wear my black custom Jonathan Kane, the velvet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one It's my good. favorite gown I've ever had. Speaking <laughs> of color, let's talk a little bit about um, just the lack of color and wearing black. So I am a huge fan of black on stage. I love black, especially on a blonde. It's one of my favorite colors on stage is the lack of color, which is black. How do you feel about black? I like it when I see it on stage, but I would never pick it for myself because I don't feel like a black dress is like really me, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's not what I would want to be on stage, but every single time I see one on stage, especially like you said, a blonde, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's amazing. And it always catches my attention, even though you would think it wouldn't. And I don't know what it is about a black gown on stage that makes me feel differently about it when it's on stage versus just when it's in front of my face. Mm -hmm. I love a black dress on stage. I just, something about it is so elegant, stunning. It gives me like Audrey Hepburn vibes. I just love a black gown. This gal I'm going to, I will not, I, I won't wear a black gown because I feel like when we go to these things, all the women are in black gowns, black and navy. And so yeah. I always want to be, I just like, I'm like, well, I don't want to like, just get a simple black dress. I want to get like something a little different, mm-hmm. which I do, but <laughs> I don't know. But in, the black dresses never do blend in. Like I think it's going to on stage. Not on stage. No, I think though, in like you're we saying in a gala, especially that's what a lot of people are going to gravitate towards because it's what I think most people think black tie is. So people think like a black tie gala or black tie dress code means a black dress. Speaking of this gala, do you know, Matt has not tried on his tux. Oh, well, we're days away now. He's definitely got to put that on and make sure it still is going to work. Well, I know I said to him, I'm like, Hey, if you, do you know what you're going to wear? And he's like, Oh, I'm just going to wear my, the tux I always wear. And I was like, have you tried it on? Because I'm not, I, I don't actually know if he's gained weight or lost weight or anything like that. It's not, but I wouldn't notice over the course of a year, just like for me, I wouldn't notice over the course of a year, but I wouldn't chance it. Like I wouldn't just pull a gown I wore before and just the day of like, Oh, I'm just going to throw it on. <laughs> so oh, that's goodness. what he's doing. It's making me very nervous. I know because if he doesn't try it on until like minutes beforehand, and then you're in a wardrobe like situation, you're, you're going to be angry. It'll be captivating all over again when it he really will be in his, whatever it was, jacket or pants and he's and sewing were, it. Yes. You were like having to do last minute sewing at the house before you could leave. Yeah. We can't have that, Rebecca. I know. I will leave him. No, you won't. I mean, I'll leave you him. At the, I won't leave him, leave him, but I'll leave him at the house. <laughs> no, I, I knew what you meant. You're not going to leave him behind. You'll take him. He just may not have a jacket. Can you just like he pick might, something like that up? I don't think so. He might okay. be like, um, uh, what is that movie where it's like Chris Farley and he's like with the little coat? <gasps> oh my gosh. 
<laughs> I don't want to. Because poor Matt, he shot, has to shop at like the big and tall place because he's too tall. He's so tall. I know. That's what I'm saying. I don't think you can just randomly stop by a store and grab a jacket when you're like extra tall. No, the sleeves would like be like quarter length sleeves. Yes. <laughs> I have for my wedding. So my dad is a rancher and he is a cowboy like through and through. He does not own suits. He wears like boots and jeans and button up shirts that he wears like Wranglers every day. And he wanted to wear jeans to the, my wedding. And I was like, no, you're going to wear a suit. You're going to wear a tux, please, please, please. So he ordered a tux rented and it came in and the jacket was too small. And his, his, his like suit jacket was like significantly too short in the sleeves, like so short that it was embarrassing. And his sleeves were like much longer, like the shirt sleeves were much longer than the jacket. It was oh, so no. funny. It was so, so funny. I, I still laugh about it when I think about it because he literally just looked like, like he was wearing like a child's jacket. <laughs> uh, I mean, it was just so funny. Oh, I, no. What happened? But, like, how did it show up like that? Well, I mean, it's a pretty small town where he got this from. And I guess they measured wrong or something, or maybe he never even went to get measured. Maybe he just called in his measurements. I don't know. I didn't go with him. I didn't supervise this, but it was a disaster and it was definitely the wrong size. So he only wore it to like escort me down the aisle and sit down. And then he took it off for the reception, the jacket, because it was not fitting. <laughs> What do you think of like smoking jackets for men? I'm not sure if I know what that is. Okay. I, this is a terrible reference and very problematic. But like, it's like Hugh Hefner? Yes. <laughs> like that's, that's exactly. what I, as I thought of, like, like, um, like a pajama style jacket. Kind of, but you can still wear like the dress shirt, possibly some sort of, you know, ascot. Okay. I think that's how you I mean, style I think them. I think it, it's classy, right? Is I don't it? know. I don't know. I don't is know. That... I don't know. Dustin is very into like fashion. Yeah, but he can probably just go and like find something though or like order something, right? Like he probably well, doesn't have too much is, trouble. He's tall. He's like six one. So he is taller and he has very long arms, <laughs> which I know sounds really weird, but it is harder for him to find shirts. Because because oh, it's like he's he's very tall with like long arms, but he's thin. So if he we order the shirt like off the rack, it's like very boxy to be long armed enough. You know, like the 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 body part is like too big. But if you order the body part to fit his body, the arms are too short. <laughs> exactly. So we do um, a lot of shirts through Jay Hilburn. Do you know that brand? They yeah. do like, so they um, will do like custom to order and they have like personal like stylists that come and measure you and then you pick the material and the stitching and everything. And then once they have your size, you can just order through them and they don't have to remeasure you all the time. Just if you change size or whatever. And they're great quality and they last forever and they're amazing and they fit perfectly because they're literally like made to order for your body and so he loves those shirts 
But does and he it, wear that kind of stuff to work every day? Like a dress yes. shirt? Mm-hmm. Okay. And his his suit that we actually got for Miss America, we ordered him a custom tux through Jay Hilburn. And he loves that tux. <laughs> if he could wear that tux every day, I think he probably would. Yeah. See, Matt doesn't, Matt wears a polo every day. Like he doesn't even, cause when he, he's got this whole vendetta about like when he first started, um, out of school, the doctor he was working for made him wear a shirt and tie and like the white coat and he hated it. So now he just wears his polo, his like polo that says the name of the company and then his pants and he wears that every day and that's it. Well, they do actually do custom polos too, made to order. Do they really? Yes. And they're like perfectly made. So if he ever has trouble, like with the length or anything, cause you know how sometimes men's shirts are just weird on like the arms and the length, like yeah. they just don't fit perfect. These like, are like, just give them a little more length than that. Yes. Well, these, you can make them like exactly the length that you want and they're made for you. So you should look into that. I will, except for knowing Matt's look, I'd probably measure him wrong and he'd end up with a tiny t-shirt. No, no, no. You don't order. You don't measure it. They come to your house and measure you. Like They the come this, to you? Yeah. The lady who's your Jay Hilburn lady like comes and you can be there with, with them when they're measuring, but they're, they're like so nice. Like my lady is one of my best friends and she just comes and she measures us in and then she has the measurements. And so anytime I want to get him like a new shirt for father's day or whatever, I just tell her what I want. And she puts the order in and it comes right to our house. Oh my gosh. That's such a good idea. I'm just going to send someone to his office just because I think it'd be funny Yes, for them to yes. bombard him at his office. <laughs> yes. I will. I'll ask um, my girl for a lady in Mason. Okay. You think there is one? Oh, I'm sure they're like nationwide. Interesting. We got really off topic, but about color, but that was well worth it because that's well, like I feel a good like idea. though Father's Day is coming. People are going to need ideas for their dads, their husbands, their people, their men, and their lives that are dads. This is a great gift idea. That's true. Yeah, that's really, really true. Speaking of, I have to tell you about my newest thing I'm obsessed with. This this what? has nothing to do with color, but I am so excited to tell you. I have been waiting for the podcast to tell you, and it has nothing to do with yoga toast. And you waited this whole time before you said anything? Yes. Tell me. Well, I was going to put on our Mother's Day gift guide, but I don't know if we're doing that. Oh, we could do that. When's Mother's Day? Um, May 13th, 14th, something like that. Okay. It's the so week we got a couple after weeks. my birthday. It's the week yeah. after my birthday. I'm looking at my calendar right now so I can tell you the exact day. Hang on. It's May 7th, May 14th. Okay. May 14th is Mother's Day. Okay. Are you ready to know about it? Yes. Okay. It's an ice roller for your face, but it's not just any ice roller. It's the one that is sold by Skinny Confidential. Do you know who she is? Mm, Yeah, actually I do. Okay. Her name is Lauren Bostick. She's like a blogger and she's also who told me about the yoga shops. Oh my gosh. (laughs) But she makes this ice roller. Like it's her own creation. Um, several years ago, she had to have jaw surgery where they like broke her jaw and reset it because I think she had like a severe underbite or something. And 
she had so much inflammation and swelling from her jaw surgery that she did a ton of research about inflammation and how to get like lymphatic drainage and all that stuff. And she bought every single ice roller that was out in the market and literally tried everything for all that swelling. She could never find the perfect thing. So finally she just made this last year. It's not cheap. It's like $60, but it is the best ice roller of all time. I've had several different ice rollers. It's really heavy and it stays so cold for so long. And it truly takes every bit of puffiness right out of your face. Hmm. I'm obsessed. I have like puffiness right now because of my allergies. Yes. Like that's my biggest thing. If you have like under eye puffiness, if you have puffiness like on your jaw or on your cheeks or around your like head from headaches or something, or your head just hurts, or you just want to use it for anything. Literally, you can use it in the morning, at night, after you put your serums or your moisturizer on, that's when you're supposed to use it. You, it takes like two minutes. You just rub it all, like roll it all over your face, put it right back in the freezer. Oh my gosh, game changer. You know, I'm like obsessed with all things about puffiness in the face. I know. I know. Well, and your face usually looks pretty good. So I should probably listen to you because mine gets really puffy sometimes. This one is the game changer. Like I'm telling you, taking this one to your pageant for putting it in the freezer or fridge for like in those 5 a.m. wake up calls, 4.30 a.m. wake up calls, every single girl needs this for their pageant. Yeah, Plus for your good. regular yeah. life as well. Like I, I swear by it. My hair has not recovered from Mrs. America and- I hair. Yeah. My, my, so do to your hair. Well, okay. So I had like platinum blonde hair and this, you know, we're just going to link this to color because I changed the color of my hair. So I had like platinum, platinum blonde hair, which I'd like to remind people that at one point that was very trendy. And so, but it was like almost white and definitely would have been white on stage. So I went and I had some dimension put into it competed and it was still too light. And so each time I was going back, I just had her keep putting more and more into it. And then by the time I made it to Mrs. America, it was okay in okay shape, but like it had definitely started breaking off. Cause I had, I saw pictures of me and my natural hair, no extensions, no pieces, nothing was so long and like looked really good until I started like doing all this stuff to it. So I'm like, I feel like I'm on a new hair journey. I haven't done anything to my hair since like beginning of December. It's definitely like a dirtier blonde look. I need you to, at some point, look at me because we're not on camera right now. And I need you to tell me if I can pull off a darker, like a, it's a, it is blonde, but it is a darker blonde. I have been always saying for years now that I like your hair in the darker blonde family. So I'm pretty sure I'm going to like it. Okay. Well, we'll see. Yeah. Like, and as far as like that on stage, I'm sorry, but that just feels very difficult. It's you're trying to get your color of your gown, color of your skin, color of your hair. Like so there's a lot that goes into this, Rebecca. 
you know, I've noticed a lot of the Miss USA girls doing um, like a balayage type look, like where it's darker at the root, lighter towards the bottom. A lot of them have been doing it on stage. I'm just, I'm just saying, I've, I've noticed a lot of them doing it. So maybe that's kind of the new trend. Would you ever wear a colored dress? I don't, besides, you have worn black. I understand you've worn black. I know you've worn purple, right? I won, I won in state purple twice. Oh, you did? I wore, mm-hmm, I wore, wore purple both times for Oklahoma International and for Oklahoma America. And I won in purple both of those times. I wore white on the um, Mrs. Oklahoma stage and I was second runner up when I went back to try to go again. Mm-hmm. I have worn ivory on Mrs. America stage and then I wore black on the Mrs. International stage. I don't think I've ever worn a red gown. Red's tough. Oh, I've, I've worn a red gown to judge in. Don't you think red is like tough because it just can be, it can be interpreted so many different ways. Mm-hmm. For me like, as like, for me and my personality, because of like just who I am as a person, I don't feel like myself in a red gown competing. And mm-hmm. even throughout the week necessarily, like a, a true red doesn't feel like me. I have worn like a red jumpsuit that was sort of an orangey red. And I loved that. It was, but it wasn't a true red. It was a very orangey red. I've never worn an actual like brick red or true red for anything in pageantry. Mm -hmm. I just don't feel like it's me. I feel like it's too, um, and I'm the complete opposite of you. I feel like it's too sexy for me. I just am not that person. I don't feel like that's who I am as a person. And I do, it doesn't feel authentic to me in any way. Yeah. I love a sexy dress for me personally, just, but like I can, I just cannot picture myself ever competing in a red dress. I just don't feel like I'm a red person, but I do. I like wearing red in certain things, but like, I will never wear a red lip on stage. It's just, it's just not me. Yeah. I've seen a few that I really, really love, but yeah, I'm not, I don't know. Red just feels very bold and like maybe over the top for me, even for me, but I don't think of it as like, oh, it's too sexy. I just think it's like overly bold for me. And then, but then like some people, I feel like almost need that a little bit to give them that little extra, like if they're trying to be sexy or trying to be more bold. If you have a very understated personality or a quieter natural personality, or you're just a little bit more subdued of a person just in general, like you just are more of that person who walks into a room with a natural presence, but you don't, you're not really like super outgoing or super loud and talkative. You might need that bolder color to kind of bring out that side of you. And if that's the case, hundred percent wear it. But if you're already a person who kind of dominates a room with personality like sometimes I tend to do I don't need to wear red I I bring enough personality in the room I don't need to wear red that's too much that's offensive as a judge and if I as a judge of myself if I walked in in red and I was judging me I would say you're too much honestly Mm -hmm. But if I walked in, like typically I have worn white, red, black, no, no, never red, white, black, um, and 
blue for interview. Those are the colors I've always worn for interview. I feel like those are all colors that bring me to a very relatable, warmer, softer place. I hated that I wore black the year I wore black. I don't feel like it was me at all, but those are the colors I've worn. And I feel like all those brought me more subdued and made me a little bit more like normal, less, a little less. What would you think if somebody walked in in a neon green, orange, or yellow for interview or pink? Neon again, goes right back to where we were with that red. If you need that to help you bring out that, who are you? I love it. But if you're already a in your face, dominant personality, you have a lot of presence, it can be too much. And then Mm -hmm. all I'm going to remember is what you wore. And I'm not going to remember who you were. What do you think if somebody walks in in green? Cause I feel like green's the most controversial color for whatever reason. It's a, I, it is a hundred percent the most controversial color. Why? It is, it is a, a hate it or love it color. And it's one of those things I always feel like as a contestant control what you can control. And because you, I know judges either hate or love green control what you can control. There's a 50, 50 chance people will hate green. Don't wear green because there's a 50, 50 chance people will hate it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my opinion. And you still see it because the people who like really love it, love it. And I think that when they do wear it and they do well, it's like you said, like all the judges were like, Ooh, that green dress was good. But then, yeah, you could like, for me, I don't love a green evening gown. So if I see one on stage, that's the first thing I notice. And I'm just like, Oh man, it's green. It's weird. It's weird that that's the color that does that to people. I think it's like one of those things that on the right girl, it's a wow. Like, um, there's this former Miss Universe or Miss USA. I don't think she won Miss Universe. I think she was Miss USA. Alyssa Campanella. It was her name and she had red hair. She wore this green gown. It was phenomenal on her. It was just a wow moment. Of course, it was her dress. It was the dress for her. It was everything on any other girl wouldn't have worked. So on the right girl, a green gown is going to be amazing, but it just has to be on the right girl. Have you ever seen a brown gown that you like? Because I know there was a Miss USA at one point. Oh yeah, that was, that was her Miss Universe gown. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. it was, she won that gown through Project Runway. It was (gasps) Tara Conan. Yeah. So then she had to wear it because that was like the deal with Project One May that they had or whatever. Uh Uh-huh. Oh, I had no idea that that's how that came to be. And I love Tara Connor. She's one of my, she's like, she had such a difficult year. She had to go to rehab during her year. I mean, she has come through so much. She recently had her, her first baby after a really long battle with infertility. She has had such an amazing story of recovery. She's an amazing woman. I didn't mind it. I thought it looked really good on her skin tone with her hair. And I like, I do like brown on blondes, but it was different. That's for sure. And I feel like it was probably a love it or hate it one. Yeah. Well, and then hot pink, that's another one that I always think of could be like a little controversial, but then you had your Miss USA that won in her 
pink, hot pink ball gown? I think for Miss, it's a really good choice for teen and Miss. It's a lot harder to pull off for anybody older than a Miss. Wouldn't you just love to do that though? Oh, I would love it. Especially for me with, with my love for Barbie. I would love to wear a Barbie pink dress. Yeah. But I think I'd probably rather do it for interview or during the week or during a gala or during one of the events versus Mm -hmm. the stage gown. Again, control what you can control. And I'd rather take that risk during the week and not for my final performance gown. My brain always goes to control what you can control and don't take that one scored moment to take the risks. That's where I am at. Why does this make me want to do it more? I'm so messed up. Uh, Okay. I'm going to start telling you colors that I do want you to wear to not wear. I'm going to reverse psychology you. Oh my gosh. That was so weird. At the beginning of the episode, I was like, never, never. And then the second you're like, no, not, no, definitely not for stage. (laughs) I was like, well, maybe for stage. Bless you. I know. Do you want to give me a Chris's question? Uh, Okay. If <laughs> here we go. Okay. Um, the Christmas question of the week is if your director came to you and said, You have to wear this gown and handed you a gown, you had no say in the matter, you had no choice in the matter, you open the dress bag, it is the absolute opposite of the dress that you had in mind. Let's just say it is canary yellow, it is um, feathers head to toe. And it is the opposite of the dress that you had envisioned in your mind. What are you going to do? Well, I'm probably going to wear it if I'm being perfectly honest, because I think sometimes when you have a director that really does have a vision for their state brand, you kind of got to trust it and do your best with it. I think that probably happened to Elle when she went, she was Miss USA and went right into Miss Universe. I can't imagine that the gowns that she wore were probably her first choice. And she honestly, she probably didn't even pick them. Like somebody probably chose those for her. And I think the only thing you can do is do your best to rock it out because the last thing you want is any kind of hard feelings or contention with your director when you're trying to go in with a a good clear head to compete. That's probably what I do. Okay. (laughs) now tell me your real answer oh my gosh no my my real answer would be like oh my gosh united lost my bag isn't that awful (laughs) that's the worst good thing I have this backup that I randomly brought with me (laughs) good thing I have this backup gown that I ordered custom from this designer six months before this pageant I know you Because yeah, who would have known that would have happened? (laughs) I like that this is your um, Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. uh, What is her name? Boy, uh, what is the girl's name that has a short blonde hair? Did this happen to somebody? No, but you're giving her voice. Oh, I am. (laughs) Yes. What is her name? Um, She's the one that has the short blonde hair. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't really watch Salt Lake though. I watched like the first couple episodes of the first season so I can picture her. You know who I'm talking about, right? Hold on. I have to look up her name. Oh my gosh. Does she really talk like that? Yes. Oh my gosh. I can't believe it. This has to be a joke. 
<laughs> Whitney. Whitney. Her name's Whitney. Whitney Rose. <laughs> you know, well, yeah. lost my bag. I can't believe it. This has to be a joke. I, good thing I have this backup gown. That's literally how she talks. Well, I mean, I would never do that. But if it were to happen, it might happen like that. No one should do that probably though, because we should not offer that advice, right? Um, I didn't offer any advice here. Was it me? Uh, that was no one's advice that was being offered. I just said, give me a real answer. Oh, okay. Well, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> just so people know, because that will make a very long Maybe just cut all that out. Maybe just cut out the second part of your Chris's question, because I don't know that we should give people any of that info. Yeah. Probably not our best advice on the pod. You can follow us at pageant buzz pod on Instagram. And as Rebecca always says, don't forget to sparkle. Follow us on Instagram at pageant buzz pod for all things pageant buzz.